ever confused by the polarization in the culture today? In our journey through life, we may watch people swing from one side of an issue to the complete opposite. Maybe we've even done it ourselves. My hope is to create a space to ask tough questions, explore both sides, and maybe even rest in the middle. Welcome to The Pendulum. Welcome back to The Pendulum. I hope you guys are having a great week and uh, enjoying what you're hearing here on this podcast. Uh, uh, I told you last week that we would be splitting episode two uh, into two parts, and so you got part one last week, and now uh, here's part two. I hope you enjoy. Okay, cool. Well, the the other thought I had now is... Sometimes I feel like we're not answering your questions at all. No, this is... (laughs) No, this is great. Uh, the The other thought I have is is when you run into, so you have the the person on this side that um, might confess Jesus is Lord, but is not underneath necessarily the authority of God, and we we've established that it's it's relational, and we got to we have to get to know God and know Jesus and and know His life and imitate His life. But what about the people that say that? they speak to God regularly, like through prayer, through the Holy Spirit. Um, God is continually talking to them. And I could even guess say he's talking to them outside of the Bible. How do we approach those people? Because are they, are they wrong in their thought process that God is speaking to them? Are they getting to know God well? Uh I mean, are they still under his authority? Um, what do we do with that? Like, if they say, well, I'm, I follow, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't follow, follow. and Randy even said this in the first episode, uh, you know, follow Father, Son, Holy Bible. You know, I've, I've heard that. And, and so how do we, I guess, not necessarily push back, but come to an understanding or... Do we or do we actually push back on it? So I'll start, and then you can. <laughs> Randy got pumped up. When I was he ready. This. For this he one, was yeah. like starting to flex. It was flex. just my back hurting his, again. This his shirt is really. off right now. <laughs> 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 um, I when when if someone so let's just like live situation. Someone's like okay. that's great, but I am following it. You know, God, He told me this, and I, you know, I I have Him tell me things outside of the Bible or um, so so if that scenario comes up one I think we have to keep in in context when Jesus is in in a sense called out by Satan he is asked questions after his 40 days of, of uh, fasting in the desert and Satan says he's trying to give him power he's trying to tempt him with food he's trying to tempt him with authority and Jesus, every time Jesus answers, uh, he's answering with a direct quote of Scripture. And he's answering, even, even when he says something like, man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from God. He's, he's quoting Scripture, right? He's telling you that that, that is, that is uh, truth, right? So we have this, what we believe to be the inspired word of God. We don't believe this is just men's opinion about God. 
or their perspective about him. We believe that this is divinely inspired, that it is the word of God. And so, uh, so if someone is disagreeing with something that's clearly not in scripture, if it can't be traced back to scripture, then that's not under the authority of God. Uh, and, and I think that has to be, if, if we disagree at that level, then we might disagree too much to be in fellowship with one another. We, we, we can still believe on the essentials, but, and we can still call ourselves brothers and sisters in Christ, but we may disagree enough on what many people will say, you have your close-handed issues in Christianity, right? That, um, that God created the world, that we broke his laws and have sinned, that Jesus saved us from our sins, that we are his people now. Complementarianism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. That's a joke. And that, 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 he, that he comes, right? Those are, those are the essential things, right? Jesus is the only way, truth, and life. That's essential belief. If I, if I believe anything other than that, that's outside of the scope of what Christianity is. And so then you have your open-handed issues, which are uh, how do we, do we do communion every week at church? Do we take it with a cracker and grape juice, or should we do wine and bread? And th- those are open-handed issues that we can find disagreement on. Uh, and, and then you're going to find people who have disagreement on, you know what, God speaks outside of the Bible with the same authority as he speaks with in Scripture. And so... I, I don't need the Bible as much because he talks to me directly. That's a red flag to me because, because God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. His, his word is divinely inspired. It is the authority to come back to. And so I don't want to be Father, Son, Holy Bible. I want to be Father, Son, filled with the Holy Spirit. But I believe that the Holy Spirit affirms over and over every word that comes from the mouth of God. Um, and I believe that comes from a scriptural basis. So that, that's, that's where I would like come back to. And, and if it's clearly in scripture that someone's doing something outside of the authority of Jesus and they're telling me that God told them that this was okay, then the deciding factor for that is the Bible. Not my opinion on what God said mm-hmm. to them, not their opinion on what God said to them, but what does the Bible say about that particular issue? And that's, that's how I would approach that. And if we're just too far apart on that, then it's probably, you know, disagreement to the point that's not going to be a, a fellowship kind of, we're, we're not going to sit in the same room and agree on accountability because we agree on too much or disagree on too much to find it enough common ground uh, to be in, in fellowship. Yeah, I would say um, someone comes to me and says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. I believe, I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. Um, but God has spoken to me clearly, audibly, whatever, through a dream, through a vision. Um, I think there's, there's two possible responses from their perspective. One being what Travis just said, which is, um, I believe that what I've heard or what I've seen has equal authority as the scriptures. Um, if someone says that, I say, well, uh, that's how the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was formed. I mean, there's so many different things you could point to of someone who says God spoke to me. Um, and so that probably would be, if, 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 that's a, if that's kind of how they believe and how they 
uh, view the world and view following Jesus. That might be a, more of a fellowship breaker. Now, if someone comes and says, hey, um, I might disagree with them, but if they come and say, I do believe God speaks to me through prophecy, but it always lines up with God's word, well, then I'm always a, a simple-minded guy. Um, and then I would say, all right, so 1 Thessalonians 5. Let's go here. It's real simple. 19 through 22 says, Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Because uh, like what you, what you shared, and, and typically when we have these discussions, it's not, you know, hey, I, I had this, you know, God laid something on my heart, and it's just clearly in Scripture. Nobody usually tends to wrestle with that as much because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, cool, maybe the Holy Spirit was moving in that way, and it's clearly lined out in Scripture here. But if someone comes and says, you know, I... Uh, the Lord told me I need to leave my spouse. Well, I mean, has there been unfaithfulness? You know, that'd be first. No. Oh, you just feel like you're unhappy, and so the Lord led you there. I'll say, well, why do you feel like? What's the authority that you? Oh, well, God spoke to me. I say, no, no, hold on. You have to test that against the authority of Scripture, and the authority of Scripture says, no. Like you made a covenant before God with your spouse, and there's obviously that could become a huge conversation of everything that's going on there. But hold on, um, real quick. In yes, that, in that this, this I'm just going on in my head. Yeah. So, I, and I and I totally agree because I'm I'm a discernment guy. Like that's more my like gifting and and where I feel God's like. So I test everything, but I think I'm guilty of not just testing but just negating. So mm-hmm. how do you make sure that you're testing something with someone in that situation? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna. So you, you disagree with someone on what they hear from God and you test it and they're like, yeah, let's test it. And then you go to scripture and because you can find crazy things in the Bible, right? Mm. Um, that, that almost anything you could make and, and kind of fit it into a, a story that's already happened. So, so from that, test everything. What, what would be your, your, you know, how you would test it and make sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I make sure that we're not just like, It'd be easy to say, no, you didn't have that vision. That's not what that dream meant. Um, after you, you say you test it, but you, you never really gave it a chance in the first place. So how are you making sure that you're testing it? What are the, is it just, let's see if it's in the Bible? Or is there another way in which you test it? you test it through community? Do you test it through your going into prayer with them? I mean, what, what, what are those things that you think that you take it through the test of biblical accuracy or yeah the, the first thing you said as far as going to scriptures i think that would come back to a kind of a, a basic hermeneutic of um you know interpreting unclear passages in terms of clear ones and some of that stuff would come into play of like i'm not going to take the story of lot and his daughters and be like well that was normative right. and so right. sure if you want to enter yeah. into an incestuous relationship like no that's obviously condemned yeah uh, clearly in scripture but i think i think a couple of things um so like i'll use a personal example just to walk through this uh, mm-hmm. i grew up and I think I shared this last week, a non-denominational Christian church, Father, Son, Holy Bible, again, and I went to a crazy charismatic church, and I say that just in jest. Um, but when I was, I don't know if I was in eighth grade or ninth grade, uh, I had someone just come to me and say, hey, I just felt like I needed to come to you and say, like, I feel like the Lord is calling you to serve his church in, in ministry. And I literally was like, you know, kid in high school, like, well, cool, thanks for that, whatever, you know. And, uh, and as I thought about that uh, more over the years, I started thinking, okay, well, number one, I do know according to scriptures that I am called to serve the church, like everybody is if you're a follower of Jesus. And then two, it was tested, like you just said, in community of 
other people started coming around me and just saying, hey, we, we see this in you. We, we do feel like you're gifted to teach or to you know, lead worship or do whatever um, and kind of speak that into my life. But if someone comes to me, the first thing I would say is like, it is tested against scripture, test it. So is there a clear teaching in scripture that would inform this? Uh, now, let's take the example of like, I feel like the Lord is calling me to start a business. Okay, there, there's a more... Amen. The divorce, yeah, the divorce <laughs> thing, or leaving your spouse—that's that's a little more easy. But like, the Lord's calling me to start a business, and and whatever it may be, that's what I feel like the Lord's speaking to me. And they come to you and say, "Hey, what do you think I should do with this?" Well, then I would come back to, "All right, well, first let's 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 just talk through this, pray through it, consider." Okay, uh, you're let's say it's a man. In Scripture, your your primary calling is to follow Jesus, to love your wife, to disciple your children. Is this decision going to affect? those things. So then you, you take, is there a clear biblical command? Is there a clear biblical principle that will apply? And then in community through prayer, um, I think that would kind of be the, the route I would take. Because I, I am probably definitely of the two of us, I'm more apt to not just shut it down. Uh, sometimes, it depends on what it is. But uh, just because of my upbringing, I'm more apt to go, okay, maybe, let's talk through this, yeah. let's see. And then if it's like, hey, this is just crazy off the rails, what are you talking yeah. about? Um, but yeah. No, that's good. Because I, I think there's because I think sometimes we, people I, hear I like, cast lots is what I do. I go home, <laughs> I play Yahtzee. If I get the Yahtzee, we're good to go. <laughs> but can you imagine like being like being yeah. there, they're selecting the next disciples, and they're like, yeah. oh, let's cast lots. <laughs> yeah. like you've been yeah. working and serving, and they're like, oh, I'm just gonna roll the dice. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's that's a crazy that's yeah. a crazy yeah. thing to. But, but I think too, consider. like you taught me something years ago. I don't know if you remember this conversation. But oh like, yeah, I remember. On it. certain. <laughs> 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 where essentially it was like I was trying to make a decision about these two things and I'm like oh no what does God want me to do God won't you speak to me and it's like at the end of the day uh, if you are seeking to glorify God with your life by making disciples in this context or this context like at the end of the day make whatever decision seems best to you and I think actually I don't know where it's at it's an acts uh, where the church has to come to a decision and the, the language used is it was what seemed best to them mm. as they came together in the spirit. It was they prayed and they went, all right, we, mm. we see this together. And so um, there is a sense of like community is a big part of that because I think there are times where scripture is not going to clearly inform it. Scripture really doesn't really even in principle inform it. And so it's just, hey, what, 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 what seems best to the community in my life as we walk through this thing together? And, yeah, which I would, that's another principle that I think is, yeah. is big. I think right. is... If you're in, if you're following the Bible, but there's also this element that God put you in a biblical community. And so I, I think oftentimes when God, and, and, and I use this often with calling, but I think this is true of when we hear from the Lord, and I think he wants us to do this in his church, right? That when God calls you, he, he does so vertically, but he affirms it amongst the people of God. So we say he calls me vertically and he affirms it horizontally and so when someone believes they're called to something or they see something or they hear something from God I'm like I think I'm, I'm, I'm with you like okay I'll, unless it's you know well, I'm supposed to leave my wife well hold on I don't. <laughs> wait a second you know if it's not clearly obvious but from that point I think then together and collectively we say hey this person is really feel like they've been they've they've heard from God do we, do we as a community, even if, it doesn't have to be the whole church, obviously. I'm not saying, hey, we're going to throw that out for everybody. But like, <laughs> we're taking a vote. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Sorry, you're not going into ministry. But tight, but tight community can pray together and can ask God together. Is this what you shared with them? And and once you know, once you've moved forward, because I think I think typically God set things, sets things pretty generally. We like to be very specific, but His will is like as long as you're within these parameters of glorifying Me through the means and the relationships that I've given you then I think there's a ton of freedom. But it, it's, it's, it's when that vision happens, that call happens, whatever, that it's like, I need to tell this to someone and they need to take it as biblical truth yeah. immediately. That's when I think, yeah, the testing is there and I think testing it through scripture and in the community of people who have together submitted to scripture under the authority of Christ, I think then that's a you you can't fail kind of recipe yeah. and so many people they 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 though um do christianity alone and you know they watch a pastor on youtube they mm. um mm-hmm. they, they sit at home and and pay attention to what's going on you know a live stream or whatever and instead of engaging with on a, on a daily and weekly basis with those that are uh, that they're in fellowship with that they're in, in church with and so um yeah, I, I, I agree. I, th- I think that the Bible gives us really practical steps, but there's there's that, that community side of it that is, um, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, that, that, that is a part of that test. Yeah. You know, God's spirit, God's word, God's people. I think that's how we test what is God saying mm-hmm. um, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So. And I think if someone says that their prophecy or whatever has carries the same authority as Scripture, then I would say, all right, well, then we're going to test it. And if it doesn't work, then I guess that means we get to stone you to death. <laughs> no, no, but like seriously, but like, yeah. there is a sense where um, that's why I said if someone comes and says this carries the same authority as the Word of God, I'm like, ah, yeah. hold on. Um, now, again, I have experienced. I remember I'll share another one. This is just for fun. Uh, when I was in high school, I had been said I believed in Jesus, but I wasn't really following him. And uh, kind of just doing whatever I wanted, acting like a rebel in high school. And at our church at that time, they had this spot in the service where people would give words from the Lord. And that's what they called it. I'm not being pro that. I'm just saying that's what it was called. And one of the ladies in our church came up, and I remember she gave this big story. And she came to me, uh, right in front of me, in front of the entire church, and gives this big story about me standing in a field of flowers. And I don't remember all that stuff. But at the end, she said, and I just feel like the Lord was laying on my heart to say to you in front of the entire church, Randy, uh, you say that I'm your Savior, now say that I'm your Lord. And I remember I was like, God, I was like, <laughs> I was laid bare. But the way it was viewed in the church was like, hey, anything, they, it had to go through the elders. And it was just, hey, this is something the Lord laid on my heart. I want to share it. And I'm like, well, shoot, when I test that against Scripture, uh, that's legit. And Mm-hmm. I, I was like called to repentance, called to the carpet in front of the entire body, and I'm not promoting that as the way things should be done. But again, I, I think um, if the if the prophetic, you know, depending, and this is a whole other topic of yep. conversation, but talking about truth, yep. um, of what's true, someone says this is from God, so I can tell you it's true. Uh, just say, man, if, if I can't, if you claim that, we have to be able to weigh it against Scripture. And as far as claiming if something's true or not. Um, I would say, like, if we can't figure that out via Scripture, I would wrestle with with making a definitive claim on it. Because some of the stuff we're talking about is more of, like, what decisions should we make? What direction right, right, should yeah. we go? And where do we feel like the Lord's right. leading us? I'm like, yeah, right. let's, let's, let's deal with that in community. 
um, but saying like this is clear, concise, true, I know it's from the Lord, um, I would be hesitant to, uh, to make a definitive statement on that if, if I can't find in Scripture where it would be clear. If and that I, makes sense. Yeah, and I don't want to ever, um, you know, I, I think I think people still, I think they, I think prophecy still happens. I think that those <gasps> things are still. Uh, <laughs> Dalton, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Dalton's going to be the only guy, and he's going to type, hey. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are charismatic. <laughs> Um, but but I but I think that uh, I, and I and I've had I've had similar experiences in in life where someone's come up and said something to me that was true that ended up being true and and um, and I think that was biblical it wasn't anything you know uh, that 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 wasn't outside of the scope of scripture or what would what would be outside of the scope of even the gospel in many cases so uh, I I just when it comes down to testing it, um, like you were saying before, it's so it's so important that, and this is where I can have the pendulum swing on one side, because like like I said before, sometimes I don't test it. I say that I'm testing it, but really what I'm doing is I'm not believing it, right? I'm saying, mm-hmm. oh, let's test it. Oh, you got to test to make sure it's real, but then I don't want to ever touch it again because I, 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 I just for many years haven't put that much weight when someone comes and says that to me because I think mm-hmm. that that is an audacious claim to make that you just heard from God and that and that you need to tell me that because um, my other rub with prophecy is it's always like positive things it's always like you're going to make a lot of money you're going to get a new job everything's going to go well with you and then I see prophecy in scripture and almost none of it's positive it's all you're going to die if you don't turn or you're going to like Paul, the, the 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 prophesying daughters go show up and say, "Hey, you you're gonna you know put a belt around their neck, and this is what's gonna happen to you if you go up to Jerusalem." And and so so that whole thing again, test it um, with scripture, test it with the community of of, of people in your life, um, and and don't you know it's like we got the pendulum of here's what God says to me outside of scripture with the other side of the pendulum, which is discernment. And I don't, I don't think that's true. I'm going to test it to the hilt and never really believe it. So I have to work on coming to the middle of that and, and actually not dismissing it, but testing it Mm -hmm. and not getting into my corner of that's, we have what we need. The word says it. The Holy Spirit it. affirms it. You yeah. didn't quote a passage, yeah. so <laughs> that's not in scripture. So you know, sit down. And and when someone's wrong, it's a teaching moment. You mm. know, it should be. We should. Yeah. We, I don't think we have to stone them, right? Like yeah. We can yeah. we can teach them that. Hey, you, what you heard there wasn't from God, and and. Let's talk about how we do listen to God and, and, and ways in which we're going to take that and then communicate it with others. Because I don't want, I don't want prophecy, and I don't want those things to be stopped. Um, and that has to be another thing for me, where I, the pendulum comes to the middle, and it's more like let's not do away with you, like you claim to be a prophet, but teach on what is prophecy, and is that even something that God's doing through you, or is it just something that you've seen? And are trying to reproduce, yeah. uh, you know that that sort of thing. So, 
I do think, too, one of the things, and we've touched on it a little bit, that uh, as far as, like, how to engage with people you disagree with, having conversations with believers, you know, we've, we've talked about fellowship a few times. And I, I do think, you know, as far as, like, denominations and different things, um, as much as, yes, we know Christ prayed for the church to be unified uh, so that the world would look and see and believe, and, and there's tons, Ephesians 4, just about unity in the body, and we want to maintain unity um, I've wrestled with like denominations. Is that is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And in some ways, I think it can be good. I think because it it, it removes some sense of division when you can say, "Hey, I like I have fellowship with billions of believers across the world who trust in the fundamentals, who trust in Christ." In a way of like we are brothers and sisters in Christ. But when I'm plugged into a community of believers, there's a sense of like this place, this group of people. Uh, we adhere to these things. Like these are things that we all agree on. And it's not that we hate everybody else. It's just there's a different level of fellowship. Because like at our church, we do have open hand and closed hand beliefs. And our, our closed hands are pretty much the fundamentals of the faith. And open hand it is, this is what we teach. And you can come here and believe differently. You can't cause division. So like the sign gifts, we don't practice the sign gifts at our church. You can come in and say, I believe that the gift of tongues is still happening now. I'm a continuationist. And it's like, okay. We're not practicing on Sunday mornings. You can come be a member of our church because we agree on the fundamentals, but we're not going to have division on these other issues. And so um, I think there's just wisdom in that, too, of like what, what level of fellowship. Now, that sounds bad, but like if, if someone I disagree with on tertiary issues, you know, I can be a brother in Christ with them. Uh, there's somebody in our community. Ministry-wise, I have nothing to do with this individual. Uh, it's because we have some significant disagreements. But if you ask me, do I believe he's a brother in Christ? Absolutely. I'll be, yeah. I'll be yeah. worshiping the Lord together with him. Uh, for all of eternity, and, and that's going to be amazing. And and, yep. and he'll know in that moment that I was right. And so then everything's going to be fun, you know? Uh, I expected a clip yeah. from you. <laughs> I was letting you finish your thought. I, didn't, I, I ran out of thoughts. That's, yeah, why I started making a, that's why I started making a joke. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I agree on, on denominational things. Um, the, I think the sad part of denominational lines, because I, I have no issues with denominations or church planning networks or... However, I think that's just kind of how organically, like, you, you have to figure out how to exist within family, right? Like, I have a family, and you're not in my family, so you probably Thanks. do different things. No, I mean, like, <laughs> you probably do different things as tradition for your family. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. It's not like, well, you guys open your Christmas presents on Christmas Eve, Never. and our family's like, how in the world? Why would you ever yeah. do that? Like, that's... That's, in a sense, similar to denominational lines or ties. And so the sad part of it is when we start to disagree on non-essential things that divides churches, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or we look at other churches that don't agree on the same things as us, and we look at them as lesser, or they don't get the full picture, or they don't, they're not really grasping the gospel like we are. Any kind of arrogance or pride is deadly to a body and to a believer. And so, you know, um, differences is completely okay. And that's the beauty of the gospel. You know, going back to what we said before, like, the beauty is that we agree on the truth, which is Jesus, yeah. and on who he is. Um, and, and as long as that's there, we can, we can disagree all the time on several things. But we agree on what is most, on what is true, and that's yeah. that's uh, Christ and and His death and resurrection, you know that kind of thing. Awesome. Well, 
That was really good. I was it. I think so. <laughs> I do. Feel I like mean, we were all. Over. I've, I've been sick. <laughs> I mean, I was it was over the place. It was. I mean, I, yeah. I was gonna let Travis lead, but today it just seemed like that wasn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this one, like honestly, like, this one's tough because truth is huge idea. Right. Like huge idea, and to surmise it into a conversation. <laughs> Is really hard. Like, well, what's true? Oh my gosh! Like, college courses. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, the point of this is for not you guys to come with bullet points and like, yeah. here's this, this, and this. This is for for us to sit and just have a conversation. I mean, I, I feel like I would have this conversation on our couch. Yeah. And then for for the next hour, and you're like, oh my goodness, we were just sitting talking for an hour. So yeah, yeah. that's the idea of this. It's a relational conversation yeah no 100 percent. yeah so i'm sure well cool. i'll probably split this into two because <laughs> oh, yeah. it was i think it's pretty long but uh yeah again that's a wrap